Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park going on folks welcome to another episode of affirmative murder to all my australian listeners i want to give a nice good day mate to all the british folks hello governor uh to some of them folks out there in croatia i don't know what you what you say out there but hello to you as well and anybody else what it do as my man fran would say i'm alvin williams joined <laughs> as always by my partner in true crime fran so evans what it do folks <clears throat> well let me talk to you directly fran um i want to give out an award, a special award we've never given out on the show before, but I, I was reading up on some news today, and I really felt like I had to just come in and, and give this award out. I want to give Mr. John McCain, a uh, former Republican uh, uh, nominee, or I don't know what they call it. He ran for president against Barack Obama in, I believe, his first term. He is suffering from brain cancer right now. He is in his you know final days mm-hmm. uh, of life, and he is reported that he told his close friends that he does not want Donald Trump at his funeral. So I want to give John McCain the award for petty of the year. Hmm. That is the pettiest thing I've ever heard of in my life. You are on your deathbed. You're the end of days is near. You're about to meet your maker and you have to be sure to go. Hey, don't let that motherfucker anywhere near my funeral. Period. Don't let them come to the shit. It's private. You're not welcome. I seen it on, because I go to uh, Twitter for my news, uh-huh. and I saw his name was trending, so I was like, what's going on? And I saw... It must have been for that. Yeah, I saw, um, you know, John McCain said he don't want Trump at his funeral, his funeral plans. I was like, I was like, huh? Yeah. I was like, wait, what? And I went to Google, and I was like, I'm like, is he? did he already die? No. no. I was like, and then he, got it, he got it planned out. He's planning. I was like, oh, that's just, shit. That's just how petty he is. <laughs> um... I think it's a clear. It's clearly um, people don't. It's it, people want to, uh, especially in John McCain's case, since he's gonna die. They want to uh, clear their name as best they can. Mm. It's people separating themselves from this guy. Even people like I'm about to die. I don't want to die on the wrong side of history. Mm. It's that kind of thing where it's like I don't. I don't approve of what this guy's doing. You know. Mm. Um, and again, if any of our listeners, you know. Are, our Trump supporters, that's cool. I don't I don't really care, but some of the shit this guy does is fucked up. I don't you know, we can talk about um my my beliefs on how the this country runs and all this kind of stuff. I believe it's a lot of conspiracy theories in that aspect, but this isn't that podcast. I won't go into it too deep. But the president is kind of just like a guy that sits there and is the face and just 
the shit is going to do what it's going to do, whether Donald Trump is there or not. It, the, 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 the policies that's happening, all that, it's what it's going to happen regardless of who the face is. Mm-hmm. So as a person who is the face, I think he's doing a terrible job at that. Now, people want to talk about policies and all that kind of shit. I think that, you know, depending on which way this country, the people in the background want it to go, those policies are going to happen regardless. So speak, strictly speaking, as like the guy who's the face of the, you know, the cereal box, you know, the mascot of the country, I think he's terrible at that. Mm-hmm. He just is like not a likable guy. He's divisive. He's awful. So I think everybody wants to be like, I'm not a part of this. Even John McCain, like on his deathbed, was like, "Hey, I don't like him. It's not me. I'm, I'm with you guys." Mm. So you know, I mean, I, if you would have told me a year ago that like every day, you would have to talk about Donald Trump in some kind of way, I would have thought it was bullshit. I, I would have said, "Yeah, man, but the shit will die down eventually. Like it's just, but it isn't. It's something new every day, and it's crazy, you know. And you could say that's the media, and and sure, you know, they definitely are making money off of running crazy stories. Stormy Daniel was on was on SNL last night. Yeah, that was the first time where I was kind of just, I was in my head. I, I thought to myself, like, you know, come on. And it wasn't really that funny. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. Like, if you're going to do it, be funny. But if you just want to be sensational and be like, oh, we look, we got Storm. We got Donald Trump's mistress on the TV show. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really a funny sketch. She's not funny. Um, and really, uh, other than it being gross and clearly something that Barack Obama wouldn't have been elected and would have been thrown out. They would have burned the White House down if this was a story under his presidency. Mm-hmm. But Donald Trump is kind of a garbage human so i don't have standards for him anyway so this isn't like breaking news to me it's not this isn't i don't care you know i care that he lied that's starting to get a little crazy but i don't care you know it's like he has sex with a a porno star you know and he paid her off that's not shocking to me especially if you go and do research on who this guy is he's done some worse shit than that so this is like nothing and they're you know, it's every day. It's on the news. It's on talk shows. It's on TV shows. People making jokes about it. I'm just, I'm not sick of people bashing Donald Trump. I'm just sick of him. I wonder how much he paid her. He paid her 130 racks. That's it? That's not even a lot of money, bro. That's disgusting. Have some more self-worth in there. <laughs> I wouldn't even have took that. That's disgusting. If one of, well, first of all, Ugh. he's, whether or not he was president, because he wasn't when they, when he smashed off. Mm-hmm. He claims to be a billionaire. I would have asked for at least the M. Oh, yes. $130,000, I would assume as a person who is in the porno industry, you've had money in your time. Mm-hmm. So I would assume your overhead is kind of high. You probably have a house. Maybe you, she's a little up in age. She's like in her late 30s. She might have a kid. $130,000 at your lifestyle? That's that's like a you could run through that in a year. I'd have been like, look, you want me to be quiet and not say anything? I need two M's. Start there. That's you, crazy. You, this guy that's that's like this, five cents to him. That's, that's selling that's selling yourself short. I want to let women know this is not a sexist podcast. To be we're, clear, we're body pop. We're body positive. To be clear, I want to let women know that you are sitting on gold. Seriously, I don't know if I, I think there are clearly some women out there that know that and, and 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 use that to their advantage. We don't shame women on this podcast for selling vagina. Mm-hmm. If that's what you want to do, that's your body. You do what you want to do, but don't shortchange the vagina. Don't shortchange the vag. It's 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 currency. This country, the dollar is is a is based off an of idea, friend. Mm-hmm. You know that. You know the gold standard is not real. When you got a dollar, 
it's only worth a dollar because we say it's worth a dollar because mm-hmm. we don't have gold in this country. All shit is a, it's imaginary. Mm-hmm. But vagina, it's worth whatever you want it to be worth. As a woman, if you say, you know, uh, I don't fuck dudes unless they get me filet mignon. Then don't fuck a guy and he will eventually get you filet mignon. You'll get whatever you want to get. Yeah. It's that valuable. 130 racks from a billionaire? Sometimes I sit back and I go, man, if I was a woman, it would be over out here. I get criticized by Sierra because she said I would be an ugly girl. But she says that because <laughs> she says she looks at me oh, right. and just imagines uh. just if I just had a vagina and breasts. And I'm like, no, you got to, the chemistry, how it worked different. My shit would be smoother. You know, I might have almondy eyes. My hair would be, I have a natural fro. You know, I'd be on some, some pro black shit. Like I'd be Afrocentric smelling like uh, incense and shit. You know, no bras. I would be, you know, I would be hot in these streets and I would get me a rich man. Speaking of this, you know, somebody was, somebody was trying to figure out what BBC mean on Facebook page. On the Facebook really? Page. I missed that. I thought that was common knowledge at this point. She must have was, been. A, was, she must have been a listener that was a little up up in age. I don't know. Probably. I don't know who it was. Um, but she is, wanted to know. It is a. Uh, um, it is big black. She wanted to know what the BBC. Yeah, it mean. is a uh, big black part of a man. <laughs> you know, let's not get too graphic. You know. Um, I was told I was like, no, nah, you don't want to know what it means. Yeah, if you don't know, you probably don't want to know. If you don't know at this point, you, you, it's not something. Maybe she do want to know. It's I not. Don't know. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Hey, that's that's her business, and we we won't even dive into that any further. You know what I mean? Uh, well we're we're gonna get out of that. Uh, what we're gonna do is (laughs) affirmative response by BBC. Yeah, but whoa, (laughs) no, 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 no. that we didn't get that. We didn't land that sponsorship yet. Um, uh, yeah, but you know, uh, in case I don't know if we said it or not, but you know. Welcome to, affir- think- welcome to Affirmative Murder, of course. <laughs> we talk about fucked up shit here. We don't just... This is not a Donald Trump slash cock podcast. <laughs> we we don't... That's, we, we went down a rabbit hole there, but that's not what we do here. You know, we talk about fucked up shit, true crime stories, you know, involving those of the minority, of the of the, of the the more melanin uh, 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 atoned skin, and or sometimes we sprinkle in some, you know, some, 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 some whites mm. in there. You know, women. We try to hit all the minorities, but at the end of the day, the, the, the white guys are just white males. They're the LeBron James this shit, man. Yeah. It just, it just is what it is. Um, we can do whatever kind of work we want to try to do to shed light on the darker side of true crime, but at the end of the day, it's gonna be a story. Uh, white male in Texas eats whole family, and you're like, well, damn. Well, that shit on. All top, 32 of these episodes that we've done so far, you just hear one of recent, too, where it's just like, this happened yesterday. I, we are reading stories from 50, 50 years ago and yeah. shit. It'll be like, no, yesterday, dude took his dog and swung it around and beat a man to death with a dog. And you're like, well, damn. <laughs> I mean, like how? And then ate the dog. You know, shit like that. It's he crazy. had dogs after, after that. He cut it up, cut the dog up into <laughs> hot dogs. Yeah, crazy shit. You know what I mean? So, but anyway. You know what we do here. Um, we talk about fucked up shit, but um, what what we do now, as of late, is uh, we decided to introduce a little segment. The segment is becoming world-renowned at this point. People are loving it. It's being praised on several continents. You know, we get love from all over the world about this new segment we got going on. And that is the good vibes of the week, mm-hmm. where we, you know, just try to bring a little positivity into the world before we dive down this uh, dark tunnel that is the fucked up shit of the world, such as, you know, murder, rape, 
you know, dismemberment, decapitation, all that gruesome, gruesome shit that, you know, the world just can't seem to stop doing. You know, in a perfect world, it wouldn't happen, but it does happen. And we seen that we, we, we happen to have a bit of a, I don't want to call it a fascination. That sounds, that sounds sick, authentic and crazy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we do have a fascination with, you know, the psychology of it and right. how it works. So, you know, we do talk about that shit here. But before we do that, we dive into some good vibes to kind of, you know, it's almost like a, a pre-shower before you dive into the muck. So what I want to do is, you know, I want to jump into the good vibes segment and uh, let's get some good vibes into our soul and our chakras before we jump into the fucked up shit. All right, folks. Yes. Welcome to another segment that is known as good vibes. And, um, uh, Fran, you would you like to, um, bless these people, you know, uh, fulfill their hearts up with joy first, or would you like me to tell my good vibe story first? Um, who does, who does this story first this week? It doesn't really matter. I don't know. I mean, like who does the, Oh, it's me. Okay. Then I'll do it first. Okay. All right. So my good vibe story of the week is Christy Smith. Okay. So Chrissy Smith um, did not want to undergo the stress and heartache of trying to have have a biological child with her rare genetic condition. Oh. Instead, she adopted and saved four other kids who suffer from the same disorder. Okay. Smith was diagnosed with diagnosed at birth with. It's gonna be a tough one. Um, okay. I'm with you. I got you. Fen fen mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't okay. know, man. P is shortened for PKU. Uh, it's a what condition, yeah. a condition that leads to seizures, mm. developmental disabilities, and mental and physical disorders if it's not treated properly. Yeah, that sounds bad. Yeah. That sounds pretty bad. So her parents discovered that they could keep they could keep the condition in check by keeping their daughter on a restricted low protein diet. Thanks to a special dietary formula that Smith drank on a regular basis, she was able to finish high school, graduate with two college degrees, and settle down with her husband Matt. And what is it, Tucson, Arizona? Is that yeah, Tucson. Said? Yeah. Okay. So, when they started talking about having kids, however, the odds were not in their favor. Smith's online research showed that trying to give birth with PKU often ended in fetal abnormalities and dis- and miscarriages. It sounds like a uh, a really good uh, Nicholas Sparks book or uh, like a um, a dramatic movie mm-hmm. about a woman who has to, you know, I want to find love, but I can only drink this juice, and that's all I can drink. You know, like a twist. <laughs> That's, that's pretty cool. So upon uh, <clears throat> excuse me, upon researching the possibility of adoption, Smith found two children in China who also had PKU. Mm. In May 2015, Christy and Matt brought home their two new adoptive sons, Andrew and Luke. The boys, both whom were two years old at the time, had been raised in an orphanage that understood PKU and cared for the condition. Andrew and Luke were smart, curious, and genetic youngsters. Then Christy heard about two more kids with PKU in China, a boy named Ben, who had not been as as nur- as nurtured as Drew and Luke, who was 13 years old at the time. Once once he turned 14, um, okay, so they had to go get him before he turned 14 from because, China. F- from China, because once he turned 14, that would be it would be considered unadoptable, and oh. turned out, and that's when they release release you to the streets after the, the kid. Yeah. Jesus. So kind of like if you once you turn eighteen here, it's like but it's fourteen, then. right? And even if you go. have a disability, yeah, 
Jesus. Um, so additionally, the lack of treatment with his PKU caused him to have some de- developmental delays, um, among other issues. So Smith, Smith, the Smiths flew to China once more, adopting Ben and a nine-year-old named Khalid. So, Khalid. Yeah, Khalid. C A L E B. Okay, Caleb. So, that's Caleb. Caleb? Okay, yeah. well, I don't know. I was uh, like, Khalib, is he African? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so they got Ben, Ka- Caleb, is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, Ben, Have Caleb, Andrew. you never heard Andrew. that name before? I've never seen the spell, so I didn't Oh, know. okay. Yeah. And No, you said it like, <laughs> Caleb, is that a word? Like, you never I make sure I'm saying it right. Oh, okay, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, all yeah, right. yeah. And um, Andrew Luke, so that's all four. I'm going to try to put the picture up of these of this beautiful family. So, she said, quote, we drink our formula together. Oh. Uh, we tell the we tell them it helps to be smart and to learn things, and we'll tell them without it, our brain will get sick. So they said oh. now these kids are they understand their condition and what they have to do to keep up with it, right. and they do well in school, and they're starting to adapt to them coming from China and over here, and they're being good. an orphanage and everything. So I'm That's gonna put good. that picture up of that that beautiful family of the What's Smiths. What's the woman's name? Christy Smith. Shout out to Christy, man. That's um, that's a very selfless thing to do to be told that you can't have kids mm-hmm. and then say because I, I I don't I like to think that I'm a good person but I feel like once if I was told like you can't have a kid that would look like you and have your personality traits I think my next thought wouldn't I think it would be a, a bit of uh, defeated like oh yeah. well then I guess I can't have kids I don't think my adoption would be the backup immediately mm-hmm. because I think for a lot of people, I, I I selfishly would include myself in people. You're like, you want your kid to look like you and, right. and have your mannerisms and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff, you know? So I respect anybody who is selfless enough to say, well, I don't want to pass on something or I can't have a kid the natural way, but I, somebody needs a home and mm-hmm. I want to give love to that person and, 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 and shed share my blessings with them. And, I, and four, that's a full house. Right. So big shout out. I would feel the same way as far as, Having a child and then like I want my child to be like me. Like he yeah. doesn't have to say I wanna thing. have uh, right. <laughs> I wanna have a child. And I'm not taking anything away from people that adopt right, kids, right. but I wanna like create a little me. Mm-hmm. But um But that's I mean, I feel like a lot of people feel that way. You know, yeah, when but I had before but Sophie not, got yeah. Before Sophie got here, I'm like, I hope she has this of me. You know, yeah, that. yeah, you know. And and, and I don't know. think that's being selfish though. I don't think it's being selfish, but it's not I see what you're saying. You wouldn't go as like, well, I'm gonna just adopt because I, I probably would be the same way. I yeah, would, it, it, it would be something I would have to think on. Yeah, for a think while. about it, deliberate. Right. You know, f- you know, figure out, you know, you know where you want to get the kid from. Mm-hmm. It's and then the circumstances like as I would assume Christy is white, yeah, but I don't mm-hmm. know. Then you have to think about. I don't know if white people think about this very often. I think they touch on it on that show. This is us. I don't watch it, but Sierra watches it. Where you're like, I'm gonna adopt an African kid, but are you equipped to give that kid a cultural experience of who they are? Mm-hmm. Because you could walk around, especially in today's and t- today and age, and maybe someday it won't be like this, but as an Asian person in America being raised by white people, you could be sheltered your whole life. And by any race being raised by another race, you could mm-hmm. be sheltered your whole life. And this family makes you feel like you're them and you don't, they don't see color and all this kind of stuff. But eventually you're going to go out into the world and be hit with the reality that, Oh, you're this, and th- these people live by a certain set of rules. And if you didn't grow up understanding those rules, you could be ostracized and made to feel like you don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. And it could be a real damage to your psyche 
and 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 like your sense of self. If I was black and raised by all white people and my whole my, my whole white family made me feel great one day, you know, and then I decide, you know what, I want to go out of state for college and then mm-hmm. I go to another state and there's a lot of black people on campus and they go to be like, man, remember when you grow up and your grandmother would be like, man, shut the damn door. You let out all my cold air. And you're like, oh, my grandmother used to just let me <laughs> keep the door open all night. I'm right. like, what do you mean? I don't, what's that mean? And everybody's like, what the fuck? What? Right. How do you not relate to that? You're weird. Oreo. It'll happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it'll absolutely yeah. happen. So I think that that's something I would imagine people think of when adopting kids. But I don't know. Maybe not. It's, it's a tough choice. Anyway, we're going to speed through this because we need to get to this fucked up shit. But my good vibes segment of the week was this really cool story I thought was pretty cool. So. It's the story where DNA played a major part in reuniting or uniting this kid with a long lost brother. And mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. So um, this kid named Kieran Graham was adopted at three months old. And he was always curious about his roots. But even um, he couldn't have imagined what he would discover when he started digging into his background. So basically his his adopted mother got him a like a 23andMe kit to, um, you know, swab your mouth and find out your family tree and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he found out that he had a brother. The brother lives 15 minutes away from he from from him, and they met at a coffee shop. And it turns out they go to the same college, wow. and they're studying the same major. Mm. So, uh, Kieran, uh, wait, was he adopted? Did you say that? Kieran was adopted. Okay, yeah. Right. So okay. Kieran, Kieran was adopted, and then he met uh, Vincent, uh, his brother Vincent, and then uh, Kieran also found out that he had another brother named Christian. All from 23 and Me. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Maybe not Christian, hmm. but uh, Vincent was the one that made the coffee shop. And then he all, then he later found out that he had another brother. Now, these two, cool. the, the other brother named Christian, uh, they have the Vincent. Vincent and Christian have the same last name. So I would imagine two of them got adopted by the same person. Mm-hmm. And then and then Kieran got adopted by somebody else. Or maybe they were with the mother. Maybe they have the same mother. I would imagine this was a Papa Ro- Papa's a Rolling Stone kind of scenario. And then one of them got to put up for adoption, and then two of them were raised by the same person. But they didn't. How was they raised by the same person if they didn't know if they was? Well, two of them, like when he met, when he met Vincent, he met Christian, because Vincent and Christian knew each other. Kieran oh. was the one. So oh, he met. He so met, one. So the one that was. Let's say that's. Let's call him C. Uh-huh. So the one C was related C, to B, and then he found out about A. Also, when he found out when he, when he found out about B, B. so okay. he's like, "Oh yeah, I got a brother. Oh, We're got you. Too. Okay, all right, got you. He's all related right. to me. That's cool. Uh, we got the same dad mm. or the same mom. I don't know how it works. I'm like, what? But, oh shit. Yeah, what? but I thought, thought that was real cool though. Like they found each other. They end up finding out they go to the same college. They're studying the same major. That's and they live in the same crazy. town. There wasn't even much of a. You don't have to get a road trip and go, you know, on a ten hour drive to meet somebody. They live. 15 minutes away But imagine me. you walking past this person every day. Every day. You don't even know. And they look alike. That's crazy. They look pretty similar. So <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> they probably see you like, yeah, that guy kind of looks yeah, Why is this dude? Y'all wear the same shirt one day? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Why does this dude look so much like me? <laughs> Jocking my swag. I want to try that 23 me. Yeah, I do too. But then I like, I don't want to know, man. Like, yeah, I think it would creep me out. What if you black. find out, what if I'm like not black? What if I'm like... <laughs> Bolivian or something, you know, like you find out some shit that just rocks your whole world. You know what I mean? Keep it to yourself. Just bury I mean, it. Down. I know it though. Just, just bury it down. Just let it, leave it there. Uh, yeah, let I guess. Know. Um, well, um, we're gonna take a break. Uh, based on the discussion we just had, 
all this DNA and uh, you know positive talk. I want to leave us out on a little song. I want to take us out on a little song from the Tarzan soundtrack. Uh, I believe it's called "I Want to Know." Uh, if you don't know, Phil Collins is a genius, and what he did to the Tarzan soundtrack, he didn't have to do, but he did that for us. So appreciate it. And uh, when we come back, we're gonna talk about some fucked up shit. So stay tuned. All right, folks, we're back. Um, before we jump into this, I want to really just give a quick shout out to the Fiercely Altered Perspective podcast. Uh, Amber and her husband are super dope. They always show love and, 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 and positive energy and retweet our tweets and make us think we're funny and all that kind of stuff. So I want to give a big shout out to them and also want to give a quick shout out to the All Crime No Cattle podcast. Also a very dope true crime podcast, uh, you know, based out of Texas to big, bigger podcasts than us that um show us love and, and positivity so i just wanted to take a second to shout them out and tell you guys go listen and you won't be disappointed and they're they're great and insightful and funny and all that great stuff so um fran uh i went last last week so as we said earlier in the beginning i am going first this week so i'm going to tell you uh a little bit about a woman named sylvia moraz moreno uh I got my story from an article called Killing in the Name of Santa Muerta, uh, written by Crystal Hawkins. Uh, it was on a website called Crime Library. Hmm. So I want to give her a shout out. Um, <clears throat> can I get something a little spooky just to set the mood for uh, what I'm about to do for my opening? A little spookier. Perfect. Okay. <clears throat> They call her Santa Muerte, or Holy Death. Sometimes this grim reaper gets the affectionate nicknames Flaquita, or Skinny Girl, or Hesueda, or Bony Lady. She's depicted as a skeleton, usually wearing a loose robe and carrying a scythe. Her cult blends Catholicism with pre-Columbian and, tr and African traditions. But even if her popularity is catching up with that of St. Jude, or the Virgin of Guadalupe. She isn't a saint that the, that the Catholic Church officially recognizes. <clears throat> All right, cut that. <clears throat> I was everybody, you about to read the whole story that way? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, no. I just had to set the mood and let you know some dark shit, some All dark right, undertones right. oh, going cool. on. I'm ready. <clears throat> Roadside shines to, to Santa Muerte have multiplied on, mo on both sides of the U.S.-Mexican border offering the Lady of Death cigarettes, alcohol, spare change, and it's rumored ever greater sacrifices in return for her protection and rewards. Her figurines, candles, and prayer cards are available at Botanicas in Los Angeles, Chicago, and New York. And the Botanica is just like a herbal store, like a little herbal store where you can get, you know, uh, candles and, 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 and herbs mm -hmm. and, you know, incense and all that kind of sensual, spiritual stuff, little shops. Um... Her cult seems to have sprung up along the Gulf of Mexico, then flourished in Tepito, 
Mexico City's roughest barrio. And then the Sonoran border towns before spreading throughout North and Central America. It's not, un, it's not an uncommon occurrence within Mexico's religious his, history. Local folk heroes, Aztec deities, and Afro-Cuban traditions have long been worshipped alongside the dominant framework of Catholicism. But Santa Muerte isn't a saint that, Catholic, that the Catholic Church recognizes. Indeed, some Catholic leaders in Mexico have condemned Santa Muerte's worship, and many of her disciples consider her worship a religion of its own. In 2003, Mexico's Interior Ministry added Santa Muerte to its list of, re of registered religions, but in 2005, the ministry changed its mind, alleging that the loosely organized religion wasn't upholding its own statuses, stripping Santa Muerte of its national recognition, uh, which means that the church isn't allowed to raise money or own property in Mexico. So it's kind of similar to like in America, how churches don't have to pay taxes, mm -hmm. which is pretty crazy to me that no matter what country you're in, what set of rules you live by, if you are a religion, you get your own little special, you know, uh, favoritisms by the laws and all that kind of stuff. I think that's kind of weird and I fucked know up, that. you know. So like in, in the United States, you don't have to pay taxes. And these ta these churches are able to make millions and millions and millions of dollars, but don't ever have to pay taxes on it. You know, there's all kind of stories of, you know, pastors doing fucked up shit and buy spending the money on themselves. And, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, buying Bentleys. And I know money. one of those. Yeah. So it's, I, it's a it's a very funny video on YouTube. It's it's not intentionally funny, but it's a it's a pastor. If you type in like pastor tax fraud, I believe the video will come up. It's a it's a guy in a black suit. He has I think he has braids or like a perm, and he's being audited by a tax person. And she's I asking, I, is it an old video? Yeah, I, I mean it's I not like it. twenty years old, but it's it's definitely from a few years yeah, ago, I probably ten years old. And the dude's just she's like, so you took a limo, you took two Mercedes Benz and cut them and turned them into a limo, and he's like. Yes, you know, we had to do that for um, church service. He was making a bullshit. I remember that video. Yeah, he was, she yeah. was like, you have a 20-bedroom mansion? For what? He's like, well, you know, we have retreats there, <laughs> and um, we um, bring in high-level church members to, you know, to serve them, um, to give them an experience. And the lady's just ripping him apart. Mm. You bought 30 suits from the Louis Vuitton store and 40 belts? Yes, well, you know, I need to wear suits. I sweat through all my suits when I'm doing my worshiping <laughs> and doing my but you had to buy suits. From, you had to buy suits from Gucci and Louis Vuitton. Well, I don't really pay attention to where the suits come from. I just, you know, just I buy suits. She rips this dude apart and is hilarious to me. I watch it way more often than I should. Just like, <laughs> just to laugh at him and be like, why are you, why are you scamming people out of their money, giving you their last little bit of money, and you're using it as like a business? Like, oh well, thanks for the money. Let me go buy me a jet. Joe Osteen. Yeah. That's that's true. I know a guy. My dad knows a guy, like his best friend. He has a house in I forgot what county it is. He had, he lives next to one of the um the Oriole baseball players. I forgot his name. You got enough money to house live in Nichols. the same complex as a Baltimore Oriole. You know how much money baseball players make? You got, got the kind of money to He got a white phantom, that bitch is icy. Wow. <laughs> and some people uh uh, became phantoms because they thought they were gonna pray to they prayed to this guy to, to to save them from their cancer or whatever and he's uh, like yeah you know well if you believe in God and you know you praise him and you drop ten dollars in the tide plate you know he'll look out for you and then they died so um, I have my thoughts about religion clearly and uh, we're gonna move on because this isn't that podcast either <laughs> um um in two thousand nine officials acted 
uh, on a ban to where uh, city workers um, began to bulldoze shrines in and outside Nuevo Laredo. So once it was determined that Santa Muerte wasn't a real religion, the government cracked down and was like, you're not a religion and you're not even, we're tearing down your places of worship. What do they mean by it's not a religion? Well, I would assume in order to benefit from, not even assume, I know I can only go off of in the United States. So basically in the United States, if you want to become eligible for, it's a great documentary. Um, I think it's the one, I think it's going clear talking about, and in the, in the documentary, they talk about how Scientology, they had this long fight. It was like a 20 year fight for the government to recognize them as a religion so that they wouldn't have to pay taxes anymore. Wow. So you have to be put That's in, what they was fighting for? Not to pay taxes? Yeah. Because then you can make billions of dollars. That's crazy. You don't have to pay taxes. You can make so much money. So it's a really good documentary, and I love cults, and Scientology is one of the biggest ones. But I would assume that in Mexico it's the same thing. If you want to be able to have places of worship and not be harassed when you have 40 people coming into a building mm-hmm. and not be assumed that you're selling drugs or whatever, and you have to be put on a religious registry, I would, I would, I would assume. So you do that if you want to make up your own religion? You do that if you want to be recognized as a religion. You can by making I mean, up I your could, by could, making up you, your religion. Man, you could be like affirmative murders a religion, you know. That's what I mean. But though. if we want to be not pay taxes, somebody in a office on the bureaucratic side has to stamp us and say, "Yeah, you are a religion." You. That's have, what I mean. When you make up a religion, you, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, but I feel like make up a religion. Like if you were to tell up tell a Catholic person or a Christian person like. When whoever made up your religion, uh, w- you know, what did they have to do to do that? They'd be like, make up a religion. I mean, as far as a new, like like you just said, if... You come out with a, if, a new one. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah, I ain't yeah, talking about something that's already been, like, that's already been around. Yeah, for if you, the, if you decide that you have the answers to some kind of thing and you're a religious long, figure... I mean, as long as you got people that follow it, nobody else really can tell you anything else. Yeah, that's the thing, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I said, me and you, we could say this podcast is a religion, but if we want to benefit from the things that uh, our state or our country gives to religions, we have to be recognized. Right. Now, if you don't care about that, then whatever. But I think that Santa Muerta might have carried at a point. But in Mexico, I don't know if they get tax benefits, mm-hmm. but in, Santa, in, in Mexico, they were like, you can't even have a church. Dang. So I think if you want to have a church, you got to be put on this religious registry and they were put on it. And then the government was like, nah, never mind. No, we never mind. We changed our mind. And then they cracked down and tore places down and mm. bulldozed buildings. And, Dang. you know, said, you can't do this here. They were serious. Well, because it is a religion that's based on death and a lot of criminals pray to Santa Muerte. And it's like the religion of the streets, a lot of crime lords and everything. And they, you know, they do dark stuff in the name of pleasing Santa Muerte. So I think maybe it came with some, some dark uh, connotations and some stuff where people were like, or people in those buildings and those higher ups were like, we don't want to have this in the same realm as Catholicism mm-hmm. and Christianity because this is evil. So they were like, no, never mind. You're not, you're not uh, technically a religion anymore in the eyes of Mexico. So anyway, um, this crackdown uh, isn't stopping her followers, of course. Neighborhood bodegas sell videos on how to worship Santa Muerte, and her legion of followers insists she, she's answered their prayers when no one else would, granting them love and riches and saving them from despair, financial ruin, and dangerous neighborhoods, protecting them from each other and even from the cops. So like I said, it's 
the a lot of people that praise Santa Muerte are like people in jail and mm-hmm. very down and out, downtrodden people who don't have anything else to believe in. They're like, well, Santa Muerte's got my back. And, you know, <laughs> history tells us it's probably bullshit. But who am I to tell you what you use to get through the day is bullshit? Mm-hmm. I'm not a person that I don't I don't kick a person while they're down and I don't I don't bring rain to the parade or whatever they say. If you think Santa Muerte is the reason you found that piece of old bread under that truck and you got a meal for that day. Hey, eat the bread, live to see another day. I'm not going to tell you that it was probably coincidence and somebody probably like peed on that bread. Or something. I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to ruin your day. I'll let you believe what you want to believe, man. Uh, so national geographic recounted the tale of a young murderer who believes that Santa Muerte prevents the corrections officers from seeing the contraband, the contraband he smuggles into his cell. So these are the kind of people that pray to Santa Muerte, people that smuggle drugs into jail. It's criminals. Yeah, basically. Um, Santa Muerte's followers do some very dark deeds in the quest to receive blessings and protection from the dark mistress. Some are so evil that they seem like something out of a horror movie. When 10 year old Martin Rios disappeared from Nakazari de Garcia, a tiny copper mining town near Hermosillo in Mexico's state of Sonora in July 2010, the case didn't get much attention. His mother and her boyfriend told the police that friends had said they'd seen him begging on the streets of a nearby Agua Prieta, and she promised to fetch him, and authorities never followed up on the case. When the parents of another area 10-year-old, Jesus Martinez, reported him missing in March 2011, things started to look suspicious. Both boys were frequent visitors at the home of Jesus's step-grandmother, 44-year-old Silvia Mraz, a local Santa Muerte leader. Neighbors felt sorry for Mraz and her family, living in, poor, living in apparent poverty at the edge of town, and authorities had long been suspicious of the household. The unusual number of apparent strangers passing through her home convinced prosecutors that it was being used for prostitution, for prostitution but they didn't have real evidence. The search for the missing boys gave them a way into the house. In March, 2000, in March 2012, investigators found the body of Jesus Martinez, Morez's grandson, beneath the dirt floor in one of Morez's daughter's bedrooms. Dang. Police immediately arrested Morez and seven other members of the cult. Her father, her son, and her son and daughter-in-law, three daughters, and her boyfriend, Eduardo Sanchez. One of, San- one of Sanchez's ex-girlfriends turned out to be Martin Rios's mother, the boy who was first um, reported missing. Oh, okay. You know, uh, to that kind of launched this whole looking into this woman's life. Uh, so they buried him under the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's bold. Very bold. But if you, I don't know what it's like to live in a shanty town. Like I, I think they live by different rules. Like you live in a town that doesn't may not have like electricity or mm-hmm. jobs, and you just kind of live off the land. I don't think you think about the police coming to your house. It's the, it was a dirt floor. They Oof. buried him in dirt. They had dirt in their house. Hmm. And that might sound kind of first worldish, but if you're listening to a podcast, you're first world. I mean, you might you're you're you might you know have a little less money than somebody else, but like I don't think people are listening to podcasts and have dirt floors. Now, if I sound if that sounds ignorant on my end. Let us know on Facebook or on Twitter, please. I'm open to a conversation. Like, if you are listening to this podcast right now as we speak, and you're barefoot walking around your dirt floor house, please let us know. I would love to. I would love to hear. I would love to hear your story, please. I'm being completely serious. If you're walking around your house and your floor is made of dirt, 
and you're listening to this podcast like on AirPods <laughs> and on an iPhone. How? Yeah. <laughs> why didn't you got? Why don't you buy a floor? Right. Buy some tiles, some laminate tiles, or a carpet. You know. But uh, yeah, if you're walking around <laughs> on a dirt floor of your house and you're listening to this podcast, please hit us up. Facebook.com slash Affirmative Murder. We're on Twitter at Affirmative Mur one We would love to talk. We might even want to have you on Skype you in. <laughs> if you can Skype, that'd be even crazier. If you can Skype in. No, you, I'm like, something ain't right. Yeah. Something uh, right you, over you, there. This is a choice. You got Wi-Fi, but you don't have a floor? Yeah, you got a choice. <laughs> you just, you you got a phone. Even if you don't got Wi-Fi, you got a phone plan? Right. And you got dirt floors? Something's crazy, bro. I don't, that's not adding up to me. But hey, again, I don't want to make assumptions. So if I'm wrong, hit us up. Let us know. If you're listening to this right now, your dirt floor, we would love to hear your story. That's all I'm going to say about it. Um, so uh, apparently the family had contradicted themselves. They, they, had, con- they had contradicted each other's story. So they brought in, uh, they brought in um, Mraz, her father, her son, her daughter-in-law, and three other daughters. Mm-hmm. And they all told a different story. None of them, you know, because they, 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 did. they didn't think somebody was going to come and look into this. Right. So uh, they all contradicted each other's stories, and then some of them confessed. So they can't hold water. <laughs> you know, you, you want to do dirt and pray to Santa Muerte. I would assume Santa Muerte doesn't like snitches. That's so me. You already... I don't really want to snitch. First of all, if you had even been involved in this story in any <laughs> kind of way, because they, uh, the way they killed these people, they were sacrificed. Mm. So... If you go, I would have been the one to snitch. Even if you're the one that snitched, you're still. I'm saying I'd be the one that snitched because I don't have I don't have the energy to be like to be making a bullshit every fucking time. Trying to trying to trying to go around in circles right. with a police officer. Right. When I watched that on First Forty Eight, which is hilarious, when they're like, take those people every time. Yeah, and my favorite part is I love in any kind of thing when a person just says the whole thing as the lie to try to make you sound crazy. Where they're like, look, man, we know where you were last night. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we know what happened. So just tell us. Y'all trying to. So what? Y'all think I just pulled my gun out at, in front of the car and then shot him and then ran <laughs> away? How, what kind of. Why would I do that? And it's like, we didn't say that you did that. Why? <laughs> why'd you say that? No, I, I'm just saying. But that's what you're trying to say that I did. And mm-hmm. they're like, well, we didn't say that. Why would you say it like that? I love when people do that. Oh, so you think after the club let out, we got in an argument and then I shot him and then I took his shoes. That's crazy. And they're like, they they think they like the first hour. They think they're smart. They think they out they out smart these oh, yeah. detectives or whatever. Yeah. So I don't have the energy for that either. I don't. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> what, what did my What did my daughter say? I say that um, we don't know how the body got under the floor. What did she say? Well, she didn't say that. I don't know, man. Then yeah. we did it. I don't. Well, come on, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't have the don't energy, have energy to be sitting here lying to you for and hours. You gotta, you gotta remember what you said. Yeah, days, that, weeks, too much. weeks it's later, just, you gotta be in court. Remember, it's too it's much. Too much I don't have time for it. I, I don't, I don't want to do it, and that's why <laughs> I don't do any dirt. I right. do no dirt, and that way I don't have to lie to people. Yep. God, because I'm not going to do it for anybody for one. Believe that. First of all, believe that. <laughs> Everybody talking about you real, no. and I'm per. No, man, look, if you did something fucked up. That's on you. Why would I go to jail? I'm not saying you. I'm saying the my foot, I, no. I'm, my I'm saying, falling asleep. I ain't talking about you. I'm saying. I'm saying. Oh, like, yeah. Why, why would, would I go, go to jail if you did something? Like, yeah. For what? People like that. For hold you, be like free, Adam. free friend. Yeah, I had to hold my friend. I had to hold my friend down. No, I did a quick I'm five. No, a quick five. Check us out, man. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm letting everybody know. I'm letting you know too. <laughs> if you do some dirt, don't even come to my house. <laughs> I'm not harboring you because I think that comes with time. I'm not gonna have you in my house. I'm, you know, I'll give you a sandwich or something like that. Let you, you know, hey, God bless. Best, best of luck <laughs> on getting out of the state or whatever. I'm not harboring anybody. I'm not holding a gun. None of that. Don't even contact me. I'm trying to live the, my best suburban life possible. And I don't need anybody trying to bring rain to my parade. Don't bring rain to my parade. And that's would, all I'm going to leave. I would just leave a gun on the couch. You will do no such thing. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, and I'll, and I'll tell him that that's what you did, too. I'm not I'm not taking any. I'm like, that's that's not mine. I don't know where he yeah, got that from. Like, I wasn't even there. Dust it, officer. <laughs> Dust it. Please. I wasn't Dust even it. there. Bring in the forensic. It's 2018. DNA. No. <laughs> now, it won't be me. It will not be me. Yeah, so uh, the confessions led police to another young boy's body on the family property, presumably that of, Mar- of Martin Rios. Uh, and to the grave of ooh, Cleotilde Ramiro, a 55-year-old, a 55-year-old woman who was with Mraz before disappearing in uh, Nakozari in 2009. So she killed her best friend. Damn. She killed her grandson. And then they found a, a decomposed, probably like skeletal, skeletal remains of the body that they think was Martin Rios, the first mm-hmm. kid whose parents reported him missing and couldn't find him. How long ago was that before... Before they found, after they found the grounds, yeah. Well, after they got arrested and confessed, but it was just bones. It was a well. I don't know how far. Oh, apart okay. The, All right. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. I can tell you. Uh, when the parents were in their area, that was in 2011. So a year later, 2012 oh, okay. was All when right. they got okay. caught. So about a year. Mm-hmm. That's plenty of time. It definitely, it definitely wasn't a decomposing body, and it might not have been. It probably was just bones. I would think after a year, a body would be pretty much just bones. I thought it takes longer. I thought I would think it takes longer than that, but I don't know. Who am I? Yeah, I right. This. <laughs> what are we, man? What are we? I don't know. Fact free zone. Oh, I'm saying no. I was talking about the uh, the fact me not knowing how long it takes for a body to get. Well, you don't decompose. need to know that because it's fact free zone. Yeah. Somebody want to know that? Go find. I'm sure you can type in yeah, like bi- a biology podcast. Yeah, they tell, yeah you know. tell, they'll tell you, but we don't do that here. Um, yes, for, for sure. Um, so just to give you a little um, context about what they would do, uh, the victims, the victims throats and wrists had been slit and their blood was smeared across an altar dedicated to Santa Muerte. Investigators say that Moraz and her family believed that these blood sacrifices would bring them riches. The eight suspects were charged with first degree homicide, robbery, corrupting minors, illegally buried, illegal burial and conspiracy. One of the defendants is a 15-year-old girl. She'll be held in custody until she's 18 and then mm. face trial by herself. Her name just, like, it fits Sylvia? this whole... No, uh, Santa, whatever her Oh, name. Santa Muerte? It, it just... Yeah, the saint of death. It just fits, like... Yeah, of course. The, <laughs> who, who worships Santa Muerte and is a good person? You know, like, you're worshiping death? Mm. No, no good can come from that. But that was Sylvia Moraz, uh, and that was the story of um, some of a uh, killing that was done in the name of Santa Muerte. Santa Santa Muerte. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And them Colts, man. I love them. I can't get enough of them. I just don't understand. When there's more detail about it, I would love to talk about it more. I, I need to actually um, uh, do my further research because there's this thing happening with this cult, Nexium. But they spell it like N1X1M. 
Something like that. Something crazy. Nexium. What, they got like a degree sign over top of the one or some crazy shit? No, like but it's all oh. like Roman numerals. Oh, okay. and it's all capital. And it doesn't spell how you think Nexium would be spelled. It's like mm. abbreviated. Like how some people spell, use V's instead of A's. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of shit. It's crazy. But what's wild is, so it's this dude, and he runs the cult, and he would have women come in. And did you ever watch Smallville? Uh, that's with um the Superman, Superman prequel, yeah, like yeah. you know my boy uh Tom Tom, I can't remember his name. Right now. I seen it used to come on fifty four. Well, that used to be my favorite show. And there was Chloe, and then there was the girl that played Lana Lang. Or two of the characters on the show, they were both in this cult. Now the girl that played Lana Lang on the show got out of the cult. She said it like got too crazy for her. But they were both at one point recruiting girls into the cult. And then the girl that played Chloe on Smallville was out here branding women by their vagina. With the with the symbol for the cult, mm-hmm. and then they had a cryptologist look at the symbol for the cult, and people thought they were putting like you know, whatever the symbol is for Nexium on their body. But if you look at it closely, the cryptologist was like, "There's an A and an M for Alice and Mac, who was the girl's name from 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 Smallville, mm-hmm. and the name of the guy from who's the leader of the cult. It was their initials fused to make the symbol. So you thought it was just." You know, some the logo of this religion that you now follow. Now, branding, you mean like that that metal shit? That? Yeah, they, I think they used like a, a hot knife oh, and shit. scratched it in. They what didn't like vaginas, right above. Oh, like not on it, but right, say. but right above. And this guy was having sex with the women and all this kind of stuff. But it was, oh. it was under the illusion of uh, this cult, this or this whatever they called it, to make you better at life and bring positive energy and all, all that stuff all that bullshit <laughs> but he was having sex with the women and this girl Allison Mack had a lot of power in the religion so it was all women yeah and for okay. the most part I believe so at least it, it was a, a lot of women and he was having he could have sex he had his pick of the litter and the symbol for the cult that they were branding on the women had this girl's initials and this guy who's the cult leader's initials they were like the top two head of the thing. Oh, so they wasn't dating. No, oh. she was like his disciple. Okay, he I might thought they, he I might thought they was, her. I, don't I know. thought they was dating, and then like it was like all women, but he just he just had sex with no. the women. So I'm about I to be like, why just, can't it be men if she can get hers? I think she just had her position up oh, high okay. in the cult, and she had some celebrity status, and she was used as a recruiting tool to bring the women in. And but then, she wasn't getting hers. That's not fair. No, she was. That was. <laughs> that's why I was so great to be where you are. And you know, I don't have to get a vagina t- tattoo. Cool. Yeah, I'll bring women here, and maybe you. You know, I get the extra secrets or however it went. I don't know. But uh, anyway, yeah. So that was the story that's of um, Sylvia. Um, Jesus, what was her name, Fran? Santa Sylvia Mort- Sylvia, oh. Sylvia Moraz. I like and the, the story of Santa like Morte. Yeah, um, like what we're name. gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break. Santa Morte. And when we come back. It's Fran's turn to tell you some fucked up shit, so stay tuned. All right, guys, welcome back. What I want to do before we jump into Fran, uh, Fran's story is I wanted to um, take you guys behind the veil a little bit and let you know that it's almost that time for another Serial and Serial ep- episode. And how we usually do things on Serial and Serial is um, I take a bit of a poll. Uh, I get some suggestions from listeners. Maybe Fran will throw a suggestion, and I'll p- put a suggestion of a movie I want to watch into you know four or five list a list of about four or five movies and documentaries and then we'll take a poll and whatever to win the poll whoever's month it is will pick out of the top two who uh what movie we watch so last month Fran 
picked into the abyss out of the top two that we uh, had. This month, however, uh, I consider an emergency cereal and cereal, and therefore the democracy that is cereal and cereal uh, has been suspended by me because it is my month to choose. And there's a documentary coming out on Netflix on May 11th, May 11th called Evil Genius. And I really want to watch that. Uh, it's based on uh, um, this these two dudes, I believe it was. There's a movie called 30 Minutes or Less, which was a comedy that is based off of um, starring Aziz Ansari. These two dudes put a bomb around a guy's neck and told him to go into a bank and rob the bank or the or the necklace will blow up. Dang. Um, and if you don't rob the bank, if you don't rob the bank. So they got him, put him cap, kidnapped him. However it goes, we'll see in the documentary. They kidnap him, put a thing around his neck that he said they say is a bomb. They tell him go into the store, the bank and rob the bank and then bring us the money and then we'll get the necklace off of you. Wow. Um, and I really want to watch that. I think it's going to be really good. So this month, special announcement, we will be watching Evil Geniuses. It will be available. It will, Evil Genius, I think. I don't, it's either, I don't know if it's plural singular, but it's Evil Genius. And it will be coming out on Netflix this month. That is the uh, documentary that we will be watching. So grab your cereals, grab something sugary, grab something boring, whatever you like to do. And then uh, we will be uh, reviewing that movie later on this month. So just wanted to put that out there. Fran. Uh, are you prepared to tell me some fucked up shit? Yeah. All right, cool. Let's do it. You can bring <laughs> your own chair to the studio if you don't like the chair. Told you that. Send me damn wooden chair. My ass is hurting, man. My affirmative murder this week is fucking diva. Yo, yo, young chul. Oh. My boy, yo. You said that. Not my boy, you but said, you, you know. said that with some sauce. Yo, yo, young chul. Yeah. Yeah. I like his name. Well, I, I just don't like him as a person. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. So, Young Young Chul was born April 18th, 1970, is a South Korean serial killer mm. and self-confessed cannibal. Ooh. So, Yo Bird... <laughs> sounds... <laughs> it's like... A, yeah. Yo Bird, in 1992, he had one son. I'm sorry, I'm getting my shit straight. He was first jailed in high school at the age of 18. Since then... He has served a combined 11 years in prison and on charges of fraud, violence, and other crimes. I'm reading from, um, I got my articles from Wikipedia and Murderpedia, so sorry if I, it's a little bit of space because I'm, I'm going back and forth because some articles says one thing and other one doesn't. Do you, man. This is a chill episode. So, from September to November 2003, Yo killed several wealthy senior citizens, breaking into their houses and blundering them with a hammer. In each case, Yo left the appearance of a robbery homicide, although no money was taken, which confused the police investigation. When the investigation started to intensify, Yo switched to targeting female masseuse. Um, Yo was briefly arrested in January 2004 on a minor death charge, but released two days later. So he was going for a masseuse, which was like both masseuses and sex workers. Oh, like they gave hand jobs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've never been to one of those, but um I did live in Vegas for a stretch and the right uh massage parlor will, you know you want us to uh Oh, one got busted finish? on like you want us to finish? Bel Air Road in like like two, three years ago. Oh, for real? Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> I would assume it wasn't. Uh, maybe it might not have been Asian staff. Might have been more of the uh, uh, crackish variety. Yeah. But I don't know. Might have been. Might have been a very um, well-to-do place. But that's um, that's cool. Shout out to y'all if y'all you know get your money. It's <laughs> uh, a service I mean, that's necessary. Oh, you don't like a good handy? I'm talking about not for some random person. It's not a random person. It's a professional. Do you do you uh um do your own pedicures and manicures? Uh yeah. Do you massage your own? you do? Yeah. Well then touche. My I, I, my point has been defeated. I won't even finish it. Okay, thank you. So police uh on Sunday said they have captured a serial killer suspected of murdering at least 20 people in Seoul and other areas from September last year. Oh, Seoul. Seoul. Oh, you know what that is? Yes. It's a, it's a city in Korea. Okay, cool. I'm cultured, bro. I'm, I know, hey, man. I appreciate that. You helping me out. Yeah. The suspect identified as Yo Young Chul admitted he killed 11 women admitting and admitting he ate the livers of some of them and buried them in the mountains of near Yonsei University in, in which you say, Seoul? Seoul. Seoul? Okay. Yeah. I got Seoul. Police said. <laughs> and I'm super bad. It's not the same thing. Though. It's not the same thing, but that's but how I you get say what you're it. saying. That's uh, how you say it. Uh, you oh, pronounce it the same Okay. Way. I was trying to help you. How out. you spell it? S e o u l. Oh, just, te- just test. Hey, I, I culture, <laughs> bro. I told you. So police recovered the remains of their he bodies. The li- he ate the livers, on like the, specifically. Well, they said he ate the livers, but there was no. He he said that he said he ate the livers, but there was no evidence to support that. Oh, so he might have just been crazy and mm, tried to maybe. Yeah. yeah. So police recovered the remains of their bodies, which had been cut into cut into pieces before being buried. Oh. Yo, 33, also confessed to eight other killings. According to the police, he told them that he committed the premeditated crimes of out of blind hatred and hostility towards women and rich people. Police are expanding the investigation after securing testimony from Yo that he had committed more murders in Pusan and Incho. Incho. I don't need to keep cutting you off, but there is a um, great zombie movie called... Uh, I think it's either the last train or train to Pusan, which is the city. You Pusan, just, okay. Yeah, and, the, and what is it like a Korean film? Or? It's a Korean zombie movie, but it's it's not like zombies in the traditional sense. They only attack you when they see movement. It's a great movie, recommended to you, friend, and to anybody listening. I think it's called Last Train to Pusan. It's either Last Train or Train to Pusan. I think it's Last Train to Pusan. Very good zombie movie. Very good horror movie. Highly recommended. Pusan just reminded me. Is it an old film? Is it? No, it came out like uh, two, or, two or three years ago. But is it in English? No, but you can put subtitles what, on it. What do you got, man. subtitles? Yeah, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. They got the. the <laughs> it's actually. They also. You can put it on subtitles or you can have it dubbed. Where it'd be like the m- lips moving and be like, Su Young, oh, no. That throws me off. What are I you doing that. here? I hate like that a super American white dude voice. Like, I go oh my watch, god, whoa! I only can watch those movies if it's action karate movies. Other than that, this movie is action. But it'd be like, is there karate in it though? I mean, I mean, like fighting. If it's fighting, and I can, no, I it's can fighting zombies. They're I, not doing okay, karate, well, no. I, if it's fighting <laughs> karate, and I can, I can bear with that. But if it's nothing else, I can't. It, th- I just, th- I just can't get with it. It just throws me off. I'm like, it's, you like oh. that more. You like that more than reading, though, right? You rather read it? I think I'm ready to read. It. Okay, because now I'm looking at your lips because it's funny. Yeah. Cause I'm just staring at the person's lips. Little one, (laughs) little one, what are you doing here? Father, I'm late to the train. I have to get to the train. Their lips still moving after the, after the English stops. Yeah. I just, I can't get with that. Um, yeah. So yo, yo, an epilepsy patient was initially arrested Thursday on charges of beating a woman. He had paid for sex, but fled Mm. during the questioning. 
Police didn't know whether he committed murders when they first detained him. He was recaptured on Friday at the Yong 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 Yo Yo Dong Pool subway station. Man, the... you were putting the sauce on. Yo Yong Pool, Su Feng Shuo. I'm so, loving it. Yeah, subway station and confessed to the murderers. The murders. So, so they caught him at first for beating up a woman and then let him go and then they caught him. Then they caught him. They picked him up again. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um. Well, I guess he was trying to get away because they got him at a subway station. So I thought you meant like a subway. No. Nah. I don't know, I don't know, they had that in. He it, just he just ran away and went to go get his uh, footlongs. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> ran away. He's just hungry, man. He got five dollar footlongs on Wednesdays, you know. Right. <clears throat> uh, police said Yo was carrying a fake police identification card and handcuffs for his crimes. Why do you think you can get I away with it? I like. I know a lot of people. Well, I have a cousin. I don't know a lot of people, but my cousin is currently riding around with a very expensive fake ID. Mm-hmm. That, what do you mean expensive? Like is a like forgery. A, like a, oh, like a, his picture's like on it. Real deal person that does it like Yeah, legit. like a forger. Oh, okay. Not like he has found a, a license with somebody that somebody looks else, like oh. him. A forged license with his picture on it with a fake name and those kind of stuff. So but, let me ask a question. Mm-hmm. So does he have a guy that like works in like a room with like one light and he got the, the, he might got be. the glasses with the little mirror in front of it? Yeah, it might be. <laughs> you got to give him his you got to give him his money in a manila envelope. Yeah. You know, yeah. He only takes cash. It might be the case. But that he, would be cool. I'm yeah, sorry. That would be very cool. <laughs> but my cousin is like a hood dude. I don't think oh, he knows man. a guy that. That's like <laughs> if you get a, a passport forged, and that's like hundreds of thousands of dollars. I just mean they. He found a guy that can do a pretty good job. Probably. Oh, you know, okay. I don't think it's. He's wearing a little magnifying glass. <laughs> yeah. And stuff. Uh, but he's doing he's doing it because his license was suspended, and he has the nerve to be. Uh, he's like does dollar cabs where he'll pick people up and drive them around. So he's extra driving. Now, dollar was it like a hack? Like yeah, like a hack. Oh, like okay. he pick people up, but he his is he, he has uh, uh he has customers. Oh, where like every Tuesday he picks up Ethel, or every Monday he takes Bernard to get his pills. So he has like a a routine of people that oh. he drives around, almost okay. like a chauffeur. Mm. But he does it in an old Buick instead of in a limousine, mm. and they're all poor, and they just give him fifteen dollars. But anyway, <laughs> he does it because his license is suspended, right? Uh-huh. So if he was to get pulled over and they ask for his license and registration. I don't care how much money you pay for that license. As soon as they run it in the system, I'm about like, to say this is fake. Uh, so why would you think you being a police officer, you just be like, yeah, I'm a here's my badge, and a real police officer would be like, that who are you? I don't know who you, who you are. Like we'll run your number real did quick. Did he think that? I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like once she was like, he had. A, I'm like, what are you gonna? They gonna run it? Yeah, maybe he was <laughs> using it like to get people that he okay. wanted to kill. Because I can't imagine you thinking you're gonna trick the police with a fake badge. I don't. DMX thought the same thing, and that did not work out well for DMX. Probably mostly because he's DMX. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, yo, yeah. Uh, I'm Officer Gutierrez. Uh huh. And they're like, Earl, we know who you are, bro. <laughs> like, I love Lord. Give me a sign. Why are you trying to lie to me right At now? At least change your voice. We, like, yeah, like, hey, listen, my name is Brian Nowitzki. Okay. Uh huh. I'm a police FBI. <laughs> Come on, bro. He like get out with like a vest with no shirt on. <laughs> and, like, some Tims and Rough like, Rider. his pants cuffed up. <laughs> G say Rough Rider on him. You got a pit bull. Yo, I'm with the Bureau of Special Investigations. Uh huh. All right, bro. Let's get turn around. Get on the floor. Uh, I lost my damn place. I'm sorry. Uh, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, the killing spree began on September 24th last year when he murdered a wealthy couple, Sinsadong, Southern and Southern Seoul. On October 9th, he also killed three members of the family. And Chong No Gu Seoul. 
I'm guessing those like the cities or something or like the yeah, counties. like providences. Yeah. The following month, after killing seventy one seventy one year old King Namgu, he mur- he moved to Haiwadong Seoul <laughs> and murdered an eighty seven year old luxury homeowner and a female housekeeper. Police say he also set the house on fire to destroy evidence. Damn. And in another article, they said that he tried to open the safe, but he couldn't open it. And he left his fingerprints all over the safe. So, so that's why he just down. burned the whole damn house down. Yep. Jesus Christ. So most of the crimes were committed around noon and in the afternoon when young people were at work and only the elderly were home. Yo was found to have used hammers and knives for the homicides. His targets were mostly wealthy people and women. Yo, who discovered... Oh, I'm sorry. Yo, who divorced in 2002 while he was in prison, harbored and harbored hatred toward the wealthy and women, police said. And he also in the, he also said that one of his motives was he said that to the TV camera saying women shouldn't be sluts. He said, quote, women shouldn't be sluts and the rich should know what they've done. Look, man. We don't we don't slut shame on this podcast. Women, men. Have as many partners as you want to have. Live your life. Be free. Just use protection is all we ask. And, and and don't be out here spreading diseases, you know. Wrap it up. But enjoy yourself. Who is this guy to tell somebody what they should and shouldn't do with their body and their life? Right. Now, I do agree, you know, that if I'm not rich, fuck rich people. Now, when I if I get rich someday, <laughs> I will be... I'm not talking to any, all you brokes. Don't oh. touch me, you poors. It but said, for now, it I'm said, in the struggle with y'all, yeah. so, you know, fuck rich people. They said, don't let money change you, but, like, come oh, money on. Would change come me. on. Come Bro, on. Bro, money would change me it's like, so and, hard. But when people say that, I'm like, you're not. Be, you're saying that because you don't have it. Yeah, you're not, not being rich. real with yourself. Yeah. That's such a broke, that's such a broke boy exactly. thing to say. Exactly. Don't let money change you. Shut your broke ass up. If I can go buy something that's not going to make a dent in my pocket and I'm fine, I'm going to go do it. Yeah. <laughs> and it would absolutely change me. Oh, yes. What am I going to be like? Hey, friend, you want to go to... Uh, you want to go to Sandro Pay today? And you're like, oh, sorry, man. The rent's due. I'm like, well, bye, broke boy. And I'm going to put on my round shades and get on my PJ. And I'm going to go to Sandro Pay. That's disrespectful. I'm like, why don't you just pay my way? Just take me with you. You got all this money. Well, I don't. Look, I don't have time for hangers on. Okay. I'm wealthy. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. All right. I'm wealthy now. I don't have time okay, for cool. that. Okay, cool. All right. Pay your way. <laughs> We're not going to a skating rink, broke boy. You call me broke, but you can't. You can't. Uh, money's you already can't, changed me in this scenario. You can't, I'm you sorry. You can't pay my way. You can't take. You know, you make it, you, your people make it. What's going on with that? That's, that's such poor people language you're saying over there. Man, I can't you're talking like you are rich now. Listen, man, when I'm on my PJ to Sandro Pay, I don't want to hear anything okay. about pay my way. All right. <laughs> Do you think I earned this fortune in order to just give it away to the poors? What are we talking about here? I think you're tapping into a lifestyle that you, you do don't, you don't, you're not living right now. I think you're caught up in that right now. Okay. <laughs> Broke boy, read your story. Where's my crystal? <laughs> Come back down to earth, please. Just please. <laughs> Drinking a bottle of water, talking about some dad. Where's my crystal? <laughs> All right. Uh, criminal experts said that it seemed that Yo and an ex Yo and ex convict intend to kill innocent people to vent his anger over being a social outcast. He also thought he would die soon because his father died of epilepsy and his older brother died at the age of thirty-two from the same illness. Mm. Now my dad has epilepsy. I didn't even think. I didn't even know. I didn't you know could, you could die. I didn't know you I could know die, you could die from that. Maybe that's what I was exactly about to say. That's like the strobe lights and flashing lights. It'll cause seizures, right? Yeah, but it's uh, yeah. 
I think some of them are different though. My dad, okay, that like doesn't have level. It's just like something wrong with the brain. It's like the brain, and it, if you're not on top of it, it causes seizures, like when you're asleep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he also had the medical history of a mental disorder. Police said Yo told them he had once thought of killing his former wife, but dropped the idea in consideration of his 11-year-old son. So this is this is after she divorced him, because that's when she 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 divorced him when she found out of his his long criminal. His long criminal list. Yeah, of like so, beating women and yeah. So yeah. so um, they got divorced. So he was like, he wanted to kill her, but out of his son, of his son, he knocked me. How 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 sweet of you, right? Opting instead for women, yeah. So an idea in consideration of his eleven year old son opting instead for women working in the sex trade of his targets as his targets. They also said he wanted to kill people. In, in an influent neighborhood in Seoul, attributing his miserable conditions and his bad luck toward wealthy people and women. So, like, it's your fault I'm poor because you're so rich. Yeah, when he was younger, he was poor, so he was like, I don't like rich people. Yeah. Yeah. And he decided to kill women that because he couldn't kill because his wife. Because he killed his wife, yep. See, that's so. the kind of stuff that, that <laughs> fascinates me, you know? Right. That's, that's crazy, you know? That's wild. But how does that, like... Like, I, can't kill I can't kill my. In your mind, you're like, well, it would be really fucked up to take my. That's what my, I mean. Like my, my, my son's mother away from him, so I'll just take other people's mothers away from them because I don't know those kids. Right, and but it's just like I feel like when they come across that that idea or that conclusion, it's like I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, it's logic. No. The logic of an insane person will blow your mind. Like that dude, the the DC sniper, mm-hmm. and taking that kid. And all, he thought that was a great plan. He's like, "I'm gonna do all this, and then I'll get my kids at the end, and then it'll be great." That's crazy. Um, so, Yo had raised suspicions by calling a a massage parlor where several employees had recently gone missing after receiving the similar phone calls. So the owner of the massage massage parlor, accompanied by the accompanied by several employees and a single police officer, went went to the agreed upon meeting place. The police off the police officer left before Yo arrived and Yo was apprehended by the employees of the massage parlor. Another police officer placed handcuffs on Yo after he was detained by the massage parlor employees. So basically they set him up. So he was fishing in the same pond over and over again. Yes. How dumb is that? The same place you call you're like, well, and, these women, and these women turning up missing. Multiple women turning up missing. You don't think the owner's noticing that or the other employees there are like, right. oh, you get this phone call that says like, hey, do you do house calls or something like that? And then you go to this house and then they never come back again. And he's like, well, it worked the last three times. I'll do it again. Yeah, so so they just set him up. and then, But it might have took a long time because the police ended up leaving is what, what I just read. The police ended up leaving. And they just waited there, waiting. Leaving the it. parlor, waiting for the phone call. We, no, leaving to where they were supposed to meet up, meet him at. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe he saw the police. Maybe he was like, mm, "I'm away." Might have, but also maybe he just um was eating a liver, or you know, this guy busy guy, you know. Yeah. Uh, so while in custody, Yo feigned epileptic epileptic symptoms and escaped from the police after his after his restraints were loosened. So <laughs> fake the seizure. Fake the seizure. And to get like, them to loosen up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> However, he was rearrested twelve hours later, so they caught his ass. Uh, but that's a long time. Yeah, he could have killed somebody. That right. Uh, yo, let me see. So Yo had attempted to escape after being arrested in two thousand two for rape by faking an epileptic seizure. The mother of the of the Amundong murder victims rushed at Yao rushed at Yo with an umbrella when she when he was brought to the prosecution office 
later in July, screaming that her daughter would still be alive if the police had captured him earlier. Mm. A police a police kicked the mother in the chest to subdue her, claiming that his hands were occupied occupied in holding yo. Now I have a picture. They have a picture of that. I'm gonna put it up. I'm gonna send it to you so you can put it up. He kicked shit out of her. It showed a picture of him like one his he was cocked his his leg back, <laughs> and you see like a lady with an umbrella, and she, he just cocked his leg back. Yeah. And just got, got, got full, I wish it was like a gift or something. Probably got full extension. Oh, maybe let a probably let a noise like because you know, like, let the energy out. It was like it probably was a professional kick too. Like, oh yeah, he's a trained police officer. <laughs> he probably like spinning, spinning backed off the pivot foot, suit right in their gut. And she was like, yep. oh, you lose the, oh, oh, oh. like can't breathe. <laughs> right. Can't breathe. So I just I saw the picture. I was like, over I an just, umbrella, bro. Come on, man. Let her hit him. Let her hit him one time. It's an umbrella, and she he killed her her daughter. I guess they couldn't can't have you get into. And then they have other pictures of like all his pictures. He just has he has his hat down, and he has like a, one of them little doctor's mask over his face. Yeah, they were a lot of those over there. Yeah, it was a lot of that. And then they also they had pictures of him. They took him to the where he buried the bodies. I wonder why they don't do that now. Maybe because we mean because what. Cause they took him, with, cause he had to tell them where the bodies were, so they took him along with the pol- the detectives to and the police to, like f- to, verify. The, to show them where the bodies were. Right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, they took him. They took him. But like he was showing them, or he they was just wanted to be sh- like, no, he was showing them where the bodies were. Okay. Yeah. Well, what they do a lot of times, I mean, I don't know what year this was, but you know, this is like two thousand two. Well, that's yeah. I mean, I think more recently, and maybe I don't know, even before then. So it just, I guess, it all depends. Mm. Um, they'll get. Uh, a plea deal written mm-hmm. and then they'll tell he'll give you a coordinates or you oh. know, they don't always have to take them because the guy could just you know say okay well if I tell you where the bodies are take some time off my sentence I'll sign it the police will sign it mm-hmm. and then that's an agreement you know and he could sue them or whatever if they don't agree that's to crazy. the if they don't agree to the plea and then he'll say well yeah they're buried a mile away from you know uh, the Chippequee River well, I was like, oh, under well, a rock that's blue. Also, I think people don't care now at this point in time. I don't think people really, maybe not even bury, just leave them out in the open. Maybe they did just find them. Oh, anybody that's good <laughs> is going to dispose of the bodies in some kind of way, even if it's not buried. Dump them in sulfuric mm-hmm. acid, for example. I mean, I'm you know this uh, this that's is crazy. this is hearsay. I'm not saying mm-hmm. you know this is just what I've heard. I don't know for sure, but like dump body in sulfuric acid, lie. You could put a body in lye and put now, it. Now, does that 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 the does that um dissolve the bones too? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh shit. Everything's gone. Mix soup. And then you could dump that and down the drain. It's pretty crazy. And then the rain will come and wash out all the extra stuff and it's gone. Wow. Or you could take a body and you could put it in lye. Now lye will take a little bit more time. You could take a nice big drum, put a body in some in a drum, pour lye in the drum, and it'll 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 dissolve it slowly. But they won't smell or anything like that, and then it'll just be in your basement, and nobody will ever know that it's there. That's insane. From what I've heard. But, yeah, you know, there's many ways to dispose of a body, you know? Burning it. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, sulfuric acid is, that's what, that's what, um, like, uh, what are they, the Mexican, ga- those, uh, what do they call those? Um, those, you know what I mean. The, uh, not cartels? Like, yeah, the cartels. Yeah. They, they use acid. They get you out of here. But they Darn. fuck. They do all kind. Of, they put your dick in well, your mouth. And yeah, all they 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 will set an example and put you on display. But they'll also, if they don't want you to ever be found, they'll you'll be gone. Dump that you in a barrel cr- of sulfuric acid and you're gone. You don't exist anymore. Nothing to bury. Your soup. 
That's crazy. It's pretty crazy, man. So I don't. I, I think that's that scary. There, there are people who don't care and will just kill a person and leave them. But right. like a good serial killer, there's a many a way to, to get rid of a body. Oh yeah, for sure. I saw a documentary about a a, a cartel. They found a cartel burial um thing, and it was just a bunch of barrels of sulfuric acid. Buried in the ground. So they buried the barrels in the ground. How did desk? But you open the barrels and this this soup. This people soup. So yeah. That's that's the type of burial ground that cartels have. A burial ground of of drums. I'm shocked. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> that shit fascinates me. Those cartels don't play any game. That you can just like get rid of you can just yeah. a person not exists. Yeah. That's, Gone. That's crazy. Break you down. That's insane. Um, <clears throat> I'm shocked. Uh, based on, so based on the content of his apartment search after his arrest, there was some speculation that he patterned his killings after several movies, including Public Enemy, which is, um, uh, that's a South, that's like a Korean movie, mm-hmm. and Very Bad Things. Have you heard that movie? No. Is that a Korean movie as well? No. That's a. That was in 1998. It was like a. It says it was a uh, American black comedy film. <laughs> never heard of that. <laughs> and Normal Life. Have you heard of that? No. I've never heard of any of these movies. Apparently, I'm glad I didn't. Apparently, they make you kill people. So. You know who it says? You know who Ashley Jude is? Ashley Judd. Yeah, I know who Ashley yeah, Judd. Yeah, and Luke Luke Perry. Yeah, those are very nice. Those are two very '90s names. Ashley Judd was in this movie called um, uh, Double Jeopardy. Very good movie. Okay. She yeah. She, so this... she kills her husband. It's good. Double Jeopardy. For all of you guys that, or guys and gals have seen Double Jeopardy, you know. Now, for these people, for the for listeners out here that don't know, that it amazes, I've known Alvin for majority of my life. Yeah. And it amazes me every time he knows these actors and directors and movie names. I'm a cinephile, bro. <laughs> <laughs> every it. time. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was that movie, Normal Life. That was in 1996. So, Yo later confessed to being inspired by the serial killer Joong Do Young, oh. who had murdered nine wealthy people in Busan from 1999 to 2000. So he had a had a had an idol. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yo stated his resentment of the rich stemmed from early childhood when he felt envy of large houses due to his childhood poverty, which I was saying earlier. Uh, Yo's resentment of women stemmed from a lover who worked as a masseuse, leaving him after learning of his criminal past, and that was his wife that divorced him. So do you think she divorced? Oh, never mind, she divorced him. Yeah, I was gonna say, did he leave her because she he found out she was like smacking off dudes in the back of oh, the no. but no, she left him. Yeah, she left him. So she put, still probably was doing that. So. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it at all. <laughs> A little extra money never hurt anybody, you know. Yep. What would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry? Are you only way to feed him is to you know sleep with a man for a little bit of money? <laughs> I thought you was like reciting a song at first. No, I haven't. Isn't that a song? Is not. No, I don't think that's the song. I just was saying a scenario. What you do when your child is that? I don't know why I thought it was that. That's it's, not. That's not a song. Oh, all right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think that. I might have just made that up. Yeah, all right. I don't know that. Okay. Song. So police admitted that they had little, little physical evidence linked to Yo to the murders. Yo first appeared in court on S- September 6, two thousand four, refusing to defend himself, declaring his intention to boycott the remainder of the trial and apologizing to the victims. Yo boosted that he had no intention of stopping. Mm. When he was forced to turn return two weeks later, he lunged at the at the three presiding judges and reaching and re, and re, recanting his confessions for the February two thousand four Umin Dong the Umin Dong murder, and that was the lady that 
that tried to hit him with the umbrella. Oh, so this dude is this dude is really about that life. Yeah. He there was no like I'm sorry. No. Like, He's like I wouldn't. Stop. I'll kill. I'll kill in this room. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have stopped if y'all wouldn't have caught me. Um, he refused to appear at the next court session in October. After attempting suicide the night before, Yo again disrupted a hearing three weeks later when he tried to attack a spectator who who had cursed him. Wow. And it, with which intent which ended with Yo signing a statement that he would not not cause further commotion. So. Yeah. Let's see. I'm sure that really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sign this piece of paper so you don't do that. You need anymore. to chill the fuck out. That's the first I've ever heard of somebody. You know that moment. Me too. Like, you. I hope you burn in hell. What? You know, he's, <laughs> you killed my sister. I hope you die. You hope I what? Man, fuck you. Let me go. He like, he, this guy's serious. Right. So pro- prosecutors requested the death penalty, which Yo thanked them for. And Yo was sentenced to death okay. on December 13th of 2004 for 20 counts of murder. Um, The count of murder for the woman in Amundang in February was thrown out. So they didn't have, so that lady that tried to attack him, that murder, that family's murder got thrown out. They didn't have Damn. enough evidence for that. Yep. So prosecutors appealed that the verdict to secure the 21st count of murder, but the lower the lower court sentence was upheld in um, the 8th of June 2005 by the Supreme Court. His case, which appalled South Koreans, has fueled the debate on capital punishment in South Korea. Although the death penalty is still permissible under law, it has not been carried carried out since 1997. Totally, bro. It yeah, it appeared capital punishment might be. Embolished prior to Yo's arrest, but support for the death penalty has grown since learning his crimes. Um, the Seoul Centric Court District Court said murders, m- quote, murders of as many as 20 people are unprecedented in a nation and, and a very serious crime. The death penalty is in- inevitable for you for you in the light of the enormous pla- enormous pains inflicted on the families and concern and the entire society. So Yo was currently detained in the Seoul Detention Center. Uh, so it's like it's like the second or third story that I did that has something to do with. Um, they're like, well, it has something to do with the death penalty. It's not the wave, man. I'm trying to tell you, like, I for sure understand that this guy is a human piece of garbage, and mm-hmm. I understand if you go just put him in gym pop and let somebody take him out. I'm not saying that this person doesn't deserve to die. That's absolutely. That's not. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is. Who is the state to decide to do that in some kind of weird, neutral, kind of un, unattached kind of way where it's just almost the way you, you know, put down a dog when it's mm-hmm. too old? Who are, who are, who are you, who is the state or the country to decide that? You know, like a, I believe a person should absolutely get what they deserve. Mm-hmm. But to say, all right, we as the government, since you killed this person, you are the per. We will now kill you in a humane way, though, because we're not bad like you. Mm-hmm. We'll just kill you in a humane way because we're good guys. It's I think it's hypocritical. I think it's a lot of things. But most of all, I just think that I don't think the death penalty should be on the table because they don't always get the get it right. I think that it, it seems like it always comes down to society wants it and the government or the um the system wants it, but it's like they can't do it because it's like it's not solving anything. That, and but also, society wants it though because these people are hurt, and are you under, I can understand that. Yes, but that's not society. That is anger and vengeance. Mm-hmm. That's if it happened to you, right? Yeah, you right, know. Exactly. And now right. you kill thirty people, so now you're talking about 
a hundred family members, mm-hmm. all these cousins and all these of all these victims. Now you have a large voice of people, and then people like me or you see that on the news and you feel those people's pain, mm-hmm. and now you're like, I get it. And then the voice becomes bigger. Mm-hmm. But I think you should be able to look at that whole thing objectively, which is what I do. And if anybody that doesn't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, I, you think what you think, and I think what I think. But what I'm saying is, I try to look at it objectively. I don't think, I don't look at it like, okay, if my mom was killed by a person, I would want that person to die. Absolutely. Well, I think people think that because it's like they they think is it a it'll solve something. I think. Or not. But then when it happens, it's like and that. What was that documentary we watched? Um, it was Into the Abyss that he got the death penalty, was it? Yeah, Into the Abyss. But he was saying but, like he thought he was going to go home. Was it that one? No, the wife. Was it the the sister? Or the oh, mo- the West the, Memphis 3 documentary? That's what it was? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what it was. And yeah, the yeah. ladies that lost her, her, was it her mom and her brother? Oh, no, that was Into, that was into the Abyss. Into the Abyss, okay. Yeah, that was Into the Abyss. Yeah, that lost. And, and they, she went to the... To the um to to watch the guy to watch the kill, but then she was like, it, didn't, it just didn't satisfy. It didn't, it. And that's what, and I think that's what people don't know until, until you see, until it. you see it. Where you like, it, your 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 mother isn't back, right? Your it it didn't, it's, it's it's dissatisfying. But you totally understand it from that point of view. But then absolutely, it's like it's like, it doesn't it's not really solving anything. It isn't, man. And then again, from my point of view, again, that's not even my perspective on why I think it should be banished. I have already made it clear a thousand times, but real quickly, I'll say. They don't always get it right. Sometimes you got a person on death row who didn't do anything. They just mm-hmm. fucked up on the case. Now, DNA is, you know, able to make that happen less these days, but it still happens. There's people on death row right now that didn't do anything, you know, and hopefully, you know, they will have their day of exoneration, all that kind of stuff. But sometimes it doesn't happen. And you go to you. You got to sit in that room in your last hours before they put that needle in your arm. and You're just crying. You go, look, man, I didn't do this, you know, but nothing really I could do anymore. That's happened countless amounts of time you mm-hmm. know that it didn't get televised it hasn't it's not the story hasn't come out but thousands of people have died going y'all got the wrong guy man but you know it is what it is yeah that's a lot of people's last breath man that's crazy pretty nuts but yeah that was yo young chul but i also wanted to talk about they got a list of his killing spree so his first like the be the first two murders he killed in like bunches it was like the first murder was september 24th was the victims of um, one was 72, the other one was 67. Rich people. Yeah, so he stabbed the first victim neck. He, fa- he stabbed the first victim's neck and hit them, the victim in the head with the hammer. Oh. Then he killed the second victim, who was the first victim's wife, mm. with the hammer. And then his second victim was October 9th. With victims were aged was 85, 60, and 35. Come on. So that was a, he killed three people with the hammer. And then October, th- so this dude was just like mowing through senior yes. citizens. October and then October, October sixteenth. Uh, this person was sixty years old. Um, hit the hit the hit the victims in the head with the hammer. Later, the victim was found by her by her son. So that was two. So she okay. So he killed a sixty year old woman and her son. Uh huh. And then November eighteenth, they was fifty three and eighty seven. That was the ages. Killed three people with the hammer. Got hurt when he tried to open the safe. I was telling you earlier. Yeah, that's when he burned the house down. Yep. And then uh, I, on April, April and May of 2004. So before this, he killed like another three people before this. He lured an escort to his apartment, beat the victim unconsciously with the hammer, decap- decapitated the victim in the mm. bathroom, smashed the victim's head, mutilated oh. the body, then disposed of the body in the, in a construction site near um, Bong Wan Temple. Jesus. And then he did 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He did nine more victims the same way after that. Oh. Yeah. Yep. God. Yeah, man. This. Yo, it's I feel crazy. like that's just a lot of. It's just a lot of energy. I just don't understand how. Hate, man. Oh God, that's just hate. Maybe I'm just lazy. I just can't. I just that's too much for me. No, man. It's not that you're <laughs> not lazy. You're just not crazy. Yeah, true. You might have to make that the like title of this episode. Yeah. yeah, you're not lazy. You're just not crazy. You uh don't know what it's like to have a, a either a passion, a burning passion, or a burning hatred mm-hmm. for women or for old people, you know. I let's see. I hate uh like douchey dudes, mm-hmm. right? I hate fratty guys who wear like those t shirts where they like they cut this they cut all the shit basically except for the collar where you got your shoulders out, your tri- the your backs out, and then they like tie it in the back to make it even more around the back. It's a lot of, like it's like a gym shirt. Mm-hmm. I hate dudes like that. But imagine if I w- I hated them so Is much. Is it a sweater or No, it's like a tank a top. A it's tank like top. a tank top, but they cut extra tank off the top. <laughs> <laughs> they have the ribs out and nipples slip out. You know, they might move a little way, a little nip come out. They're in shape, but I'm just saying, like, they cut it away to make it extra slutty. Oh, you know, okay. they got, and then they tie tie it in the back. You mean, like, where it's cut, where it's like the abs are showing that part? The like ribs. The ribs. Oh, the they rib, cut oh. it to make it the size. Oh, deeper. I know what you're talking about. I got you. Know you. Okay, I, mean? I got like, you. Yeah, muscles, I got you. Yeah, muscle, yeah. Muscles. So they're tied. They so they're side tattoos. Yeah, you know, you know they I'll, want the muscles out, striations popping off, and all that kind of stuff. But imagine if I hated them so much that I was like, I'll fucking kill them. I don't, I don't hate them that much. <laughs> but this guy hated women more. Was like, you you see a rich person, you're like, I'm gonna murder mm-hmm. you. I hate you. You know, I don't hate anybody that much. I have a distaste for a dude who comes in and is like, bro, can I get a hey? Can I get a Bud Light and a Fireball shot? Yeah, <laughs> it's time to go fucking ham. Say shit like that. Ham. I hate Guy Fieri. I just don't like people that's just extra. I just that people that just do extra stuff. Yeah, but like, you don't hate a, them enough to murder them. No, so no, we don't no, know. We no, just don't. No. We don't. We can't go Definitely to that mind not. state. We don't even know what this dude is on. Why? Because I don't have the energy. Even if I did, you wouldn't to. be able to. You wouldn't even be able to pull it off either way. So you no. are lazy. Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Well then, hey, it's both. You're not crazy. <laughs> I'm not crazy, but, but you I'm are la- lazy. Yes, I am lazy. Okay. Well, yeah. Well. Oh, we have seventy reviews on the um, the thing too. Shout out to y'all. Getting us there, you know. I, I appreciate y'all. Keep keep them coming. Again, it's not for our personal, you know. It's, it's not for our personal, uh, you know, needs or wants. You know, as I stated before, you know, I'm doing big baller things. You know, Sandro Pay, Belize. No, he's not. You know, you know, uh, a couple of those. You know, Mykonos. You know, heading to some islands in you know Greece. No, he's not. You know, I don't need. I don't. I do this podcast because I like it. I'm not looking to monetize this podcast anytime. You know, I do this because it's fun. Got money. That's part of the shot. You know, PJs, doing big things. So we don't need those reviews for our egos. We're doing good over here. It's just the system that they have going. Now, what I will say is, and I'm not trying to call anybody out, but if you're in that Facebook group, we got more than 70 people in that Facebook group. 70 now? 80? It's got to be something. It's more than 70. So if yeah. we have 70 like, reviews. I think it's like 79. I looked like yesterday. So then that's nine people that's not, doing, that's not looking out. Why would you join the Facebook group if you're not trying to look out and, and, and help us build, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. those of you who have, we appreciate y'all. We got so much love for y'all. And that P.O. box is on the way. Oh, I got a surprise for you next week. I'll have that next week. I was going to wait to bring that up, but you already said it. But. Okay, cool. Well, it's not a surprise anymore, but that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, 
can't remember her name right now. I don't want disrespect. But the lovely um, woman who made us that uh, beautiful, I don't know if it's a quilt or piece of, I don't know what it is exactly, but we would love for you, if you're still interested and you haven't burned yeah. it because we haven't got Keep we, that. Please. I'll please. have the information on that next we record next Sunday. So yes, have, so we'll have, have we'll, have we'll have a P.O. We'll have a P.O. box yep. set up soon, and, and, and anybody that wants to send us a cereal that they think we should eat, you know, that'll be that'll be coming because we we value your opinion, and we want you guys to be able to reach out to us and send us those things. We just have trust yep. issues, and I don't want anybody to murder me. Yeah. So I don't feel comfortable giving out my address and neither does Fran. Nope. So we got a P.O. box coming, yep. and as much as we love y'all and appreciate y'all listening, you know, you got to always be on the lookout. I don't, send you know, me a bag of Reese's. That's, that don't have nothing to what? do Reese's I love it's Reese's. not a cereal But I love Reese's though Look man don't I need, to... I need I need podcast snacks man Yeah man but you can't use your influence And your power as Fran Star To gaffle and, 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 oh. and hijack the people of our beautiful I listeners. just want a bag of Reese's bro Yeah man but that's like extortion You can't use your power and your influence To just be asking for stuff You know like I asked for a damn car I asked for a bag of Reese's Yeah man but that how does that help you with the podcast, that's not uh, a serial or, or or art. That's the logo. Hey, you just want hey, some stuff. Hey, can you, can somebody send me a bag of Reese's, please? Oh God, I really would appreciate this. That. Is this is your king? Is this your king? A bag of Reese's. This be, man. This is awesome. your king. Is this your king? Bag of Reese's. This is the guy that you guys love. He is extorting you guys. I come here every day. I do it for the love. I don't ask y'all for nothing. And y'all praise him. The crowd goes crazy for him. Friend, star team, friend. Amazing. But you know, do what you feel, man. I don't care. I don't. I don't. Need, I don't need adoration. I, I, I'm. I'm here. To, I put my hard hat on and I come to work and I just come to work, you know. But this guy trying to use y'all, and y'all love it. But th- this vibe, I like. The, we we like sitting here in the dark. Yeah, I, it, this the, is cool. The, the sun. The sun it's has cool. set. Yeah, we just is. got the lights of the Mac. <laughs> got the MacBooks just lighting the room. And yeah, it's pretty ominous and spooky. I'm glad we. Didn't have too crazy of an episode this week. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, uh, but and I'm glad we didn't hear that little girl. I hope they did. They, did people anything anything about the, the little girl's voice in the background? Well, did I you? put it up. I separated the. I, you know, I um. Yeah, I, saw I separated that. the clip from the whole episode mm-hmm. and just put that up. So you know, people, I mean, you know, people understood why you almost you know peed yourself that and, and made a big deal about it. But um, we're not gonna hold you guys up any further. Yeah. You know, we want to go. I'm hungry, so Fran has a. Uh, Something to do. I don't, I don't have anything to do. Yeah, so I'm going I'm home at this. We got, <laughs> we got the PJ fired up. We're about, I'm about to head to Perry. No, you're not, man. You about to go downstairs? Eat a, eat a bowl of salad? Or something? A bowl of salad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you. Is that what you do at your broke boy house? I don't. Salad. All right, let's go, man. That's, that's... All right, well, this has been another episode <laughs> of Affirmative Murder. I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner. Yes, sir, catch you next time. Can you not cut me off? Oh, I'm sorry. Jesus, man. I've been Alvin Williams. Just finish. I was talking while you said it. <laughs> I said, catch y'all next time. I was still talking. Oh, all right. I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime. Catch y'all next time. See you guys next week. Team Frank. Star. <laughs>
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 